<laughs> we're, under, uh, we're just starting a new series called Under Construction. Uh, I, I love that word construction. I'm in the construction game. I'm an electrician by trade, so I'm always on a construction site. And um, our home has been a construction site for many, many years. In 2013, we moved in, but only the upstairs was ready. So only upstairs bedrooms was carpeted. So therefore, we could put our beds in there and sleep. Downstairs was still a construction site. The kitchen wasn't in. We had a bathroom upstairs. We didn't have one downstairs. So it was still a construction site. So for those that have built their own homes or renovated, know that there's a budget that you start off with. And they also know that you don't get halfway before you spend it all. And then you have to... So under construction, now look at our lives. Our lives is always under construction. God is always working in our lives. There's always something he wants to improve upon. And I look at that. He has, and his budget is unlimited. But his budget is limited by how much we can allow him to move in and do a work. You know, I stopped the construction in 2013, September, because I had a little health problem that I had to deal with. So I stopped the construction for a period. Then I started it again in 2014. In 2014, thank God, we had the kitchen in and everything was ready downstairs. Now, 2019, we decided our, they're not kids anymore. Our sons and our daughter, okay, would have a place where they can entertain their friends without interrupting our space and vice versa. So we're, we've created a space downstairs that consists of maybe two bedrooms, a kitchen, laundry, a bathroom, and a storeroom. And that's going to be their space. I'm putting in a theater in there for them. But under construction still, it just got painted, tiling's next. What is God doing in each one of our lives and he continues to do for the one reason only one purpose only to improve to improve to improve on each and every one of us improve in character in integrity improving our walk in our relationships and he is a God that wants nothing nothing but the best for each and every one of us so the series is under construction the theme for tonight is paths decisions direction, choices we make. How, <laughs> as followers of Christ, you have to ask, how do I make right decisions? How do I get direction in life itself? There are many paths that are placed before us. Even in the book of Proverbs, it says, it talks about righteous and unrighteous paths. It talks about crooked and straight paths. It talks about um, uh, Paths that lead to destruction and paths that lead to life. It talks about a lot of wisdom that we can have in doing and making those choices. It's sometimes though in life alone, like every one of us, have had to face some pretty significant decisions in life. Now, there are some things I don't think we need to get on our knees and pray for. Some things that we do daily, okay? I don't think I need to pray, Lord, should I lie or should I not lie? Are we in agreement? I don't think we should pray, Lord, should I steal or not steal? I think these are things that God's already placed on our hearts. The Word of God says that uh, they will be my people and I will be their God. And I will write the, my laws on their 
So each and every one of us knows. Are we in agreement? You know. You don't need to be told. So some things we don't need to be prayerful about which way to go. But there are a lot of things that are in the gray area that God hasn't actually spoken specifically about. Example, who to marry. Who's, who's making that decision right now? <laughs> so, I mean, like, the Word of God says don't be yoked to unbelievers. How that fits in that category, you've got to seek God for yourself for that. You've got to seek counsel for yourself for that. You've got to get that wisdom. How to get married. What house to buy, whether it should be in Pennant Hills or out at Mount Druitt. That's something I think I would pray about. Lord, where do I want to bring up my children? That's something I'll probably pray about. But also I would pray about, Lord, what's my budget like? <laughs> what can I afford, Lord? And then I'll pray, Lord, increase. Increase, increase. There are things that I need to present before God. But there are things that I think are, I already know. I already know. But sometimes I can be influenced. I can be, I don't know, talked into. My wife shared the story this morning. I was talked into a few things in my life that led to what? A lot of pain and misery and a lot of cost. And it took years to get back on track again. We can get talked into things. But I just believe that there are times that God just wants us to do the right thing for our sake. It's for our sake. You know, the, the Bible talks about the law, Ten Commandments, etc. I love it. No, no, I don't live by a law. I just love it that God loves me so much that he's placed boundaries of safety for me. And if I just live in those boundaries, my path is straight. My path is right. The decisions I make will be right. Why? Because they are directed and influenced by the boundary that God has placed upon me. That's where God is. He's placed them not to be judge over you or to be, you know, heavy fisted if you cross that boundary, I'm going to smack you in the back of the head. No, that's not what he's like. He's saying, I want you to stay safe. I don't want you going out and sleeping around and suffering the consequences. I don't want you going out, investing your money in places where you'll end up in jail because of fraudulent activity. I don't want, he places those boundaries. Don't steal. Don't lie. Don't commit adultery. He's placed those boundaries for your sake and mine. So what path do I take? How easy is it to seek God? Okay, it's tough decisions. I just look at the word of God. Mm. Then I talk to my wife. <laughs> Guys, amen. <laughs> Hello, is anybody with me or am I the only one? <laughs> you know, who is influencing your decisions? I have to ask this question because I want to challenge you. I don't want this just to be a motivational speak or an encouraging talk. It is actually the word of God and it needs to be challenging. Who is influencing your decisions? What is influencing your decision making? Is it finances? How far will that go? Is it sustainable? Is it status? Is that sustainable? Might be good for a month, maybe a year. Is it feelings? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I don't feel like it today, but I felt like it yesterday. So what's happened now? It's gone. We can't allow these things that give us no guarantee. Is a people, peer pressure. No guarantee in that. And there's no, there's no substance. So 
So what is influencing or who is influencing your decision making? Again, I love to go to the Word of God. And if we commit our ways and our paths, God says this, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek Him, seek His will in all you do, and He will show you which path to take. See, I gave my life to Jesus, but does anybody really understand what that means? Like I gave him my life, my decision-making, my behavior, my attitude, my vocabulary, my way of thinking. I gave him my life. And if he says, trust me, well, hey, I will trust him with every decision. I trusted him, Rhonda and I trusted him with every decision we made with our children. I thank God that they're serving in the house of God, that they're in the house of God. I thank God that they're still at home. I thank God that they're safe. I thank God that his promise for them is for good, not for bad. I, I thank God for that, why? Because I trusted him with it. I couldn't be around them all the time. We would, I won't highlight my son because I don't want to embarrass him and get in trouble when I get home. But we would go to school and I would be, sometimes I would be the driver, but most of the time my wife would. And as we go over to Ngabi, they went to Ngabi Christian School. As we go over to Ngabi Railway Bridge, it was at that point that, come on, let's pray. And we would commit their lives every day, not just once a year or once a lifetime, every day into the hands of God. Why? Because I can trust Him. I trust Him with my kids. I trust the teachers as well, but not as much as I trust God. I trust their friends as well, but not as much as I trust God. He is the one that has more, <laughs> more invested in them, you know? And I, I just love what He has done in their lives, you know, at the age of 25 and 23 and 20. I just love what God has done in their lives. And I know he's going to do more and more. But I also commit my day to the Lord. Every day. Sorry, I don't want to tell a lie on the pulpit. Almost every day. I commit my life to Jesus. I commit my finances to Jesus. I commit my thoughts. I commit my tongue. I, 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 had, I, had, um, I had someone ask me, Ah, you Christians, you live such a boring life. I said, I beg your pardon? I don't think I do. He goes, yeah, but you can't swear. I said, yes, I can. I just choose not to. He goes, yeah, but you can't sleep around. I said, yes, I can. I just choose not to. And then he goes, well, you can't drink. I said, yes, I can, but I choose not to get drunk. Like, we can. And these are choices that within the boundaries of God's love, not God's law, within the boundaries of God's love for me, I can live in that. I can live in that. I can, I can oh, man, I can have so much fun in that. You can't tell a lie. Oh, yes, I can. You have no idea how big of a lie I can tell. I just choose not to. And that's the attitude that we need to have as we live this life. But again, it goes the choice. It goes by the choice that you and I make. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. My understanding is so limited. Yours may be greater, but I just know 
that the understanding that I have compared to the understanding that my heavenly father has, wow, there's such a big difference. He says that your thoughts are not like my thoughts and your ways are not like my ways. Man, he is supreme. He is sovereign. He is king. He is like the creator of the heavens and the earth. How can my thoughts even compare? How can I even think that I can comprehend everything that God has? But he says, trust me. For what reason? Seek his will in all you do. Okay. Um, I've sought his will in almost all that I do. And there are times I've chosen not to listen. Does anyone relate? No, you guys are all saints. Okay. So I, I chose to, to do something one day. Um, join up with a, with a couple of guys that had this really attractive business idea. It meant me leaving my electrical game and moving on to this idea. So I thought, babe, we're going to make a fortune. We're going to, oh, you have no idea. It's presented itself so well. This is God's doing. I believe that. No, I didn't, but, you know, it sounded really good. <laughs> and she said, have you prayed? I said, yeah. Lord, yeah, 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 I prayed. I prayed. She goes, have you saw good advice? I said, come on, these are my mates. I know what they're talking about. They're not gonna trick me into anything. Yeah, guess what, what happened? Didn't even last 12 months. I was broke. I was down and out. The reason why I share this story is for one reason only, to glorify God, because it was out of that that I became so ill. I don't know what was wrong with me, and neither do the doctors. But out of that, I became so ill, so down, um, at a point where I didn't think life was worth living anymore because the path that I'd chosen to go on obviously ended where? In destruction, caused me a lot of pain. I was ready to give up on life. And my wife, who continued to go to church, continued to ask me to come. It was out of that, that when I come to the end of the line, that I said, I'll come to church with you. And I just said, if God, you're real. Oh, wow, what a prayer, pray it. God, if you're real, I need you right now, if you're real. So if you've got doubt that God is real, ask him. And I was at church that day, and I remember, <laughs> I remember everything he spoke was kind of like sitting on my heart, how did she tell him everything about me? Like, really, is she, like, was I that bad? And um, the altar call, he made this altar call. Before I even finished, I found myself being drawn to the front. When I mean drawn, I'm a fairly big guy. I didn't want to be crying in front of 300 people. And I was crying like a little baby. Not, not just teary, I was crying. Like you could hear me outside. You know, that's how bad it was. But something happened. Something happened. Now, the reason I'm telling this story again to glorify God, that even though I made a mess of it, God turned it around and brought me to his knowledge where I can surrender my life to him and walk in his ways. Why? Because he said, and he will show you which path to take. So ever since then, I have prayed about the paths. Now, can, um, I know there's no religious people in this place. I know you're all born again, full of the Holy Spirit. Pray doesn't mean getting on my knees and counting how many our fathers I say. Pray means saying, Father, I need your help right now. I'm suffering. That's what praying is. He's your Father. You can enter the throne room of grace with boldness and confidence that he will listen. He will not shut the door. No matter what you've done, 
The world will say, you're not worthy. Don't even, don't even try. But God says, come, all of you that are heavily laden, and I will give you rest. Which path do you want to take, church? That's the path I want to take. He says he will show me which path to take. And it's been an awesome ride, can I tell you? Amazing ride. I've got to tell this story, only because pastors from C3 Cherrybrook are here. He says, my sheep hear my voice. They listen and they follow me. Makes me dizzy. My father had a very strong authority voice. If you heard his voice, you knew. You just knew you had done something wrong and wow, did it bring fear into me, right? That was my father. My heavenly father's voice is kind of different. It's really gentle. It's encouraging. But it always leaves me with a decision to make. He doesn't force me, okay? So I'm... I'm <laughs> When I gave my life to Jesus, that story I just told you, it was over here in a Baptist church at Tilopia. Then they moved from there to Cherrybrook, 125 New Line Road. It was called Victory Christian Center, right? Tony Martin, the pastor there, one of the best teachers of the word that I've ever sat under, was an amazing guy. For two years, Rhonda came up. This is just pre-2000. For two years, Rhonda came up and said, Mick, I've been hearing from God. We need to move. He just wants us to move. He wants to do stuff. And I'm saying, babe, I think you need to see a doctor because I haven't heard. I have not heard. So there was this dilemma. We would have this conversation often. What do I do? Do I submit to what my wife believes or do I wait till I hear it for myself? Because God wants to confirm things. He's in the habit of not leaving you unclear about decisions you need to make. Every decision that you present to him, he will bring clarity and confirmation. Believe you me, he will give you a peace in your mind and your heart that is, man, that is unbelievable. Then it is undeniable that he has spoken. So two years later, in a little Bible study group that we were having at our place, I'm reading the Word of God. Why am I reading the Word of God? Because I wanna hear what he has to say. So I encourage you, if you're not reading, read daily. I encourage you, keep coming to church. Oh man, I don't care how you feel. You shouldn't care how you feel, just come to church. You'll feel a lot better when you leave, 100%. So I'm sitting there reading the word of God. And it was as the priests put their feet in the Jordan River and the Jordan River started to um, dry up, penny dropped. I just said, babe, I believe God just spoke to me. We need to leave. And I'm thinking, but I don't want to leave. I love my pastor. I don't want to leave. I left. Just before I left, we were doing a, a church thing with the Purpose Driven Life 40 Days with Rick Warren. And it was an awesome thing. So I'm now I'm thinking, okay, God, I've left. What do I do now? So I keep reading. Don't stop reading. Don't stop coming to church. Doesn't matter. Just keep reading. And what kept jumping out? This is God. He will confirm. And he will show you and he will direct you local church, kept jumping out of the pages, local church. So I said, babe, I believe God says, let's go to a local church. So in our search, we found ourselves in Silverwater. In our search, we found ourselves at home. And this is the year 2002, and we're still here, amen? That is God, that God will give God glory. And also to give God glory, that church that I left now is C3 Cherrybrook. Can we give it up for C3 Cherrybrook? 
and half the people there I still know. Uh, I am so sorry that I missed the, um, can I have the band up here, that I missed the, re uh, the uh, reunion. Yeah, just couldn't make it that day. Um, yes, look, we're going to come to a close. A um, couple of things I want to I just, a couple of scriptures actually, I just want to read before we come to a close. Okay, it's in Proverbs 16.3. Actually, you read it. It's up on the screen, isn't it? 16.3. You read it as a church. Come on. One more time, please. If you've got plans on your heart and you're not sure how they're going to go, if you're indecisive with decisions and choices and direction that you need to go in life, on the path you need to take, commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. One more verse, Psalm 37, 5. Please read it. Sometimes we do need help and His promise is that as you commit it to Him, He will help you. He will give you the strength. He will give you everything that you need. He will hold nothing back as we trust Him, as we commit it to Him. He's not here to micromanage, but He's here to be a blessing that as you put your hand out, your hand will meet His and He will be able to pour. You know, the, the scripture that was shared was out of Proverbs for the offering was that when you try Him, He says, test me in this and He will open up the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing you cannot contain. Can I just say, and this isn't a brag, but I'm, I'm glorifying God. I never ever thought I would be in the, firstly, the financial position I'm in. Secondly, spiritual position that I'm in. Thirdly, relationship position that I'm in. Fourthly, the amount of success we've had. Fish eat has been unbelievable. <laughs> and all glory to God. Amen. absolutely so good you know he's so good that um, you know some of us may have made some bad decisions in life and are feeling pretty guilty about them can I just tell you at the cross guilt and shame was taken away not just the sin but the guilt and the shame is taken as well so you need not feel ashamed or guilty our God is a God of second chances I've um, got a little video clip everyone to watch and um, it'll sort of, I don't know, um, highlight exactly what I'm trying to say, that He is a God of second chances. He'll bring us back to a point where we can actually choose a better path than the path that we've been on. It's ingrained in our culture to make decisions based solely on what feels good in the moment. And it leads us down a destructive path where we find ourselves lost tired and burnt out until God breathes on our situation with his grace when we give him our life he begins to reverse the consequences of our choices he brings what only he can bring forgiveness he forgives us for the times when we should have said no He forgives us for veering to the left or to the right. 
forgives us for our addictions. He forgives us for our mistakes. He heals the hurt we've received along the way. He restores what we've lost and he holds no record of what he reverses until he brings us back to the point where it all began and he gives us a second chance where we can choose again. A chance to choose to walk the narrow path. He is a God of not just a second chance, but God of many chances.